So we're gonna start off this series with a bank. And the first question that I get asked so many times through my DMs is, hi Sarah or hi Cece, it's really difficult for me to find a good man, but I'm a smart and beautiful woman. So I don't understand why I can't find myself a good man. And I thought to myself, you know, I always answer these girls and, you know, they tell me each one of them their own personal stories. And I was like, you know what? Let me put that all in the first episode of my podcast, Spill the Tea with Cece. And you guys know, and if you don't know, now you will know, I'm a very opinionated and very bold woman. Whatever you see is what you get, and I will speak nothing but the truth. And also, I'm very, very direct, and I am not afraid to curse. <laughs> so if you guys don't like this, then you can just leave. I'm fine with that. But my, for my first question is, why is it so hard for a smart, badass woman to find herself a good man? And you have to kind of go back to the origin of the problem. You know, it's not, sometimes we all say, you know, men are the issue and all of that. Well, I personally have a lot of issues with men in general. I'm not going to say every man. <laughs> We're going to say most men, 99.9% of them, but not all. So let me take you guys back to some of my personal stories with men. So without going too much into details... I once, you know, had a man who really was into me and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened along the way, but he pretty much stopped talking to me. But see, the thing is, he was the one who said that he was into me and that he wants to be with me. So where did this switch go? Well, I think the switch went off because he genuinely wasn't interested in me getting to know me as a person. He just wanted to know my coochie, all right? <laughs> so that's what I think happened. And this is exactly what I'm going to jump right here, right now with you guys. And why is it so hard for smart, badass women to find herself a good man? So I am a queen. I am a queen. I am not a princess. Don't ever treat me like a little slimy little girl who's about to get her throne and she's just waiting for mommy and daddy to give her orders. No, sweetheart. I give you the orders. And when I say I'm a queen, I believe that every woman out there is a queen and deserves to be treated like a queen. So why do men come to us as peasants and treat us this way? They treat us less than we are. Well, the reason is because you allow them to treat you this way. If you didn't allow a man to treat you this way, this wouldn't happen. So going back to the example of the man who was into me, who I thought was into me and ended up, you know, kind of like disappearing along the way and I, without any explanation, the reason why he didn't continue was because he knew I wasn't going to allow his bullshit. I'm not going to accept his bullshit because you know why? I ain't got time for bullshit. On my watch, it says no bullshit. And this is why I don't allow it. And 
you know, this is the point where I say there's a lot of requirements that men don't want to meet. They don't want to meet because they think it's too difficult and you end up being called difficult. And so a man is going to say to himself, oh, well, you know, she's gorgeous. She is just fine. She is everything. And she's just like another woman along the way. And if I want to have you, I can have you. Wrong. I'm not just another woman. I'm a queen. Period. And if you want to be with me, you're going to have to chase me. I don't chase you. And this is the problem here. Some women go around and they chase men. You cannot chase a man. A man has to chase you. This is the law of nature. It is the same in the animal kingdom. It is the same with humans. The man comes to the woman, not the woman comes to the man. It has always been this way and it will always be this way. And those requirements that they don't meet, you know, you have to understand that there's a lot of reason why a man doesn't meet the requirements or doesn't want to meet them. And you're going to start, and I used to, when I was younger, I used to think, but oh my God, why can't he just do what I want? Oh, all he has to do is text me good morning. All he has to do is talk to me nice. All he has to do is give me attention 24-7. And I used to say this all the time. And I used to get so mad when the guy that I liked didn't do that. Until I realized. It's not me who has to tell him. He has to do it himself. Because when you think about it, does it ever work when you tell a man what to do? It doesn't work. A man is basically like a kid. He is basically like a child. If you keep telling him what to do, he will not listen. But you have to discipline him along the way. And if he decides that, okay, I want this girl, guess what? He will allow himself to be disciplined. But that's not because you did it. It's because he wanted to. So you could be the most beautiful woman in the room. You could be the most the most beautiful woman in the world. You could be the most badass woman, the most smartest woman, the most hottest woman. You can meet all the criterias in his checklist. However, if he doesn't want to be with you, he will not be with you, period. And there's another thing that I don't like. And that's if they don't meet the requirements, a lot of women, what they're going to do is, oh, well, if he doesn't meet the requirements that I want, well, I'm talking to 20 different other guys. So let me see what's up with all the other 20 different guys. This to me, I just find so selfish. I find stupid. And personally, it doesn't work. Let me tell you why it doesn't work. Because you are not supposed to have options. You are supposed to have one option open because you want to allow yourself to fall for this man. And if that doesn't work, move on to the next boo-boo. You don't need to stay. But at least have a one-on-one. I'm a one-on-one type of person. That's what I personally believe. I know a lot of girls who have many options. I personally don't believe in that. But I'm telling you, this personally does not work in the book. And what happens when you have 20 different options and then what, what happens when you talk to 20 different guys? That doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's like men. They, they do it too, but let me tell you the difference. 
A woman, we don't, we don't usually don't do that because we like to have an emotional connection. A man, he can just scroll through his phone, look through his, you know, contact list, check himself at 10 p.m. Who's going to be my booty call tonight? Who's going to be my little snake, snake, snake? And that's fine. But do us as women, do we do that? Most of us don't. So this is why I believe that you shouldn't have options. And it's really, really comes down to what do women like? We like consistency, we like loyalty, and we like respect. And if you are not consistent, the first one is consistency. If you are not consistent, just like that guy, and I have many stories of men like that. <laughs> I literally just had somebody <laughs> like that a week ago. And I, I was like, okay, well, now I figured it out. What do you want? You want the coochie, you don't want me. <laughs> so without consistency, we don't have anything. And I will just completely be uninterested in a man. Why? Because I'm a smart woman. I don't need this. I, I know what's happening. And it's really easy for me to fall for a man. But is it difficult for me to fall out? Absolutely not. I can be interested in you one second. And the next, if you don't do what I want, I'm just going to completely get over you. Because you didn't give me a chance to like you. I was interested, yes, but it's not enough to keep me interested. You have to keep me, you know, from staying from staying out. Sorry. You have to make me like you. You have to make me fall for you. If you don't know how to do that, you're out, sweetheart. I don't waste my time. I say, peace, motherfucker. I'm out. I don't give a fuck anymore. You're out of the game, you're out of the league, you're out of the city, you're out of the planet. I don't care where the hell you go. You could go to Mars, honey. You could find yourself a little alien friend who's going to, you know, accept your bullshit. But guess what? It's not going to be me because the queen doesn't do that. And that's what, and that's another thing. Most men gravitate towards stupid women. Because if you are a smart woman... You're beautiful on top of it. it, it he is going to know. A man is going to know. If he's stupid and he's an asshole, he's going to know. I can't compete with that. I just wanted, you know, to fuck her. And she is making it so difficult for me. So I'm not going to stay any longer. Why do you think men go around and they fuck around like probably like 20 times a week? Why do you think that? Because they're men. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's not, I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. I'm not because, you know, that's their nature. That's how they are. But that's what they gravitate towards to. They're not gonna, they don't want, you know, when a man just wants to put his dick through a woman's vagina, he's not gonna think about what restaurant does she like? What flowers does she want me to bring? Oh, she wants me to text her good morning. Does she like this? Why is it difficult? Like, listen, honey, if let me tell you something, an easy woman, <laughs> she's not going to break his balls. She's going to lick his balls. That's period. End of freaking sentence. <laughs> like, it's, it's not difficult to understand. But the thing is, when you meet a woman, and let's say a man meets a beautiful woman, and she's smart, she's beautiful, she is, everything that he needs in a woman she can cook she could do it all okay she is a triple threat and it's like going to a restaurant 
but not just any restaurant, a three-star Michelin restaurant. So when you jump in a three-star Michelin restaurant and you go and you sit at the table and you are served by a butler and you have the most extravagant and most extinguishes food of all and you have this experience and then you leave and but you're like I don't want to leave because it is so fabulous I don't want to and the food and the service and the people and the atmosphere everything was so perfect aren't you want to come back wouldn't you want to come back you absolutely would because that experience alone was worth every other restaurant you've ever been to in your entire life. And that's a fact. So when you go to a restaurant, that's exactly what I want you to picture yourself like. I am a three-star Michelin restaurant. Okay? I am not motherfucking McDonald's. I am a three-star Michelin restaurant. And if a man wants to come in my restaurant, sit down at my table, and eat the food that I will prepare for him, then guess what? He better be ready and he better have me some check of consistency. He better pay up with consistency, loyalty, and respect. Being kind and can balance you off. And personally speaking, that's what I'm looking for because (laughs) I have a temper and I'm very impatient. So imagine if I meet someone who is exactly the same as me. Oh girl, I'm going to run for the hills. I don't want that. That will be a nightmare. So I need someone who's more patient and you know who can not pop off so easily. But it is the thing is the problem is when I whenever I meet someone new and I'm a 26-year-old woman. So I've been there, done that. I've been through a lot in my life. I've had many experiences with men. The problem is when you grow up and you have these failed relationships it kind of like weights in on you if you don't start taking care of yourself and you don't start analyzing what the issue is but I I came to a point where I kind of like am a little rude to them at first because I can kind of like predict how their behavior is going to be like and I can see further down the line and I can like basically like see the future you know like that's the raven Okay, girl, I have a vision and I see it. I see you bullshitting me and playing me and I'm not going to have that. So that alone tells you that women are not just smart. We we can think like a man and you have to like think like a man. It's so important. But you also have to allow yourself to let that man come in. So... I know I just said that like you have to I'm a little rude okay and you just they deserved you they deserve that men deserve that you have to be a little rude at first because you want to see is he going to break the barrier or not because that's the ultimate goal that you want you want to connect with this man and how are you going to connect with him if you don't let him you know have an obstacle here he has to break that barrier for you. You have to challenge him. He has to run after you. Because like I said before, you are a queen. And that's exactly why it's so hard for you to find a good man. 
Because you, you, you sometimes women, they allow themselves to be treated like a peasant. And that's not okay. You are a queen. A queen sits on her throne. And she doesn't go to the man's kingdom. The man comes to her kingdom. And bows to her and tells her, My lady, I am at your service. That's what happens. You cannot allow yourself to be treated anything less than that. Because the moment that you allow yourself to be treated inferior to what you are is the moment that a man can, can and will run all over you. And that, my dear, is the issue. Now, another issue is what they perceive man sometimes is that when you are a gorgeous, smart lady, Guess the one word in that sentence that I just said that men are going to get stuck on. You guessed it? Gorgeous. They're not going to think about how beautiful, how smart, sorry. They're not going to think about how smart you are, how intelligent you are, how much you love to cook, how amazing you are as a friend, how amazing you are as a sister, how amazing you are as a daughter. They're not going to think about it any of that because some man my dear like i said before all they want to do is fuck so that's all they're going to see in front of you they're gonna see damn this woman is fine as hell you know what i want to do <laughs> i want to get into that and that's the problem they see you as a femme fatale like i like to call it so a femme fatale is you know, Marilyn, how I'm going to explain a femme fatale is basically, here's the example. You have Marilyn Monroe and you have Audrey Hepburn, two classic Hollywood TV stars, but so different in so many ways. You have Marilyn on one hand. She is a bomb. She is what you would define as a femme fatale. She is the definition of drop dead gorgeous. And she had man rolled up on her sleeve. And she had them rolled over on her little pinky. Just like some... Um, I was going to say, oh my God, what's the word? Just like cotton candy. You know when you roll over the cotton candy? That's exactly how she would roll them over. So easily. So easily on her little stick. So easily on her little finger. But then you have Audrey Hepburn on one hand. Audrey is one smart, fine woman. She's beautiful, yes, but is she dropped a gorgeous like Marilyn? No. But Marilyn was smart too. But did you ever hear men talk about her like she was smart? No. They would talk about her curves. They would talk about her lips. They would talk about her eyes. They would talk about, you know, her big titties and her big ass, but they would never go around and talk about how smart she is. Whether Audrey, we know her to be a smart woman. And that's the problem. How not just men view you, it's how society views you as well. If you carry yourself in a very sexual manner, and I'm not saying it's a problem, but sometimes the way that um, people perceive you is not exactly how you are. You don't even know. But like, how have you ever heard of someone when they said, oh my God, when I first met you, I thought you were so intimidating. 
And you're like, what? I'm not intimidating. But that's how they perceived you. So there's this um, armor that you put on for the world. And that's how the world is going to view you. But you don't see that yourself. It's just the armor that you put up. On the inside, you may be a soft little kitten. But on the outside, you are a lion. That's also my sign, by the way. My zodiac sign. I'm a Leo. <laughs> so the problem is they see you as this femme fatale. So my problem is, and it's, it's a crazy problem, is that I am both Mar Marilyn and I'm Audrey. So I am both Marilyn and Audrey at the same time. But what do men see? Hmm? Do they see Audrey or do they see Marilyn at first? They see Marilyn. And when they see Marilyn, guess what? They get stuck on Marilyn. They will only see Marilyn. And that's the problem. You're gorgeous on the outside and that's what they are stuck on. And a lot of men, they're not going to want to be, you know, stuck on something else. They don't want to be stuck on your brains. They want to be stuck on your body. Literally. And that brings me to the point. It's not you the problem here. It's them. So you hear this a lot. Men who say, you know, when something's not working out and he's like, oh, you know, I really didn't want to hurt your feelings, but it's not, it's not you, it's me. And we, us as women, we tend to overthink, right? And we tend to overanalyze everything. And we're like, oh my God, what does he mean by that? What do you mean it's not, it's not you, it's me? What the hell is that? What the hell is that? No, no, no. And we're trying to figure him out like crazy. And we go over it for days and months and even years. But there's nothing to go over here. When a man says, it's not you, it's me. What he means is, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Period. There is nothing else to say. Because he is telling you the truth. It's not you, it's me. It's not you because there is nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with you. It's me because I don't want to change whatever is wrong with me to be with you. And you are not worth my time for me to change you are not worth it for me that's exactly what he is saying but obviously he won't want to say it directly he's going to say it indirectly but i'm just telling you that's exactly what he means and so <laughs> there's a quote that says the smarter the woman is the harder it is for her to find a man and that is so true because with everything that i just explained you saw how, if you were in Maryland, how you would get it so easily, but you won't get it the way that you want to be getting. You don't want to be perceived as a femme fatale. You, you don't want just that. You also want to be known because you have the brains to match the beauty. But when you are smart and when you don't allow yourself to be played and when you believe that you are the queen that you are, all these men, most of them, are going to be peasant walking into your kingdom and they're going to want to be with you. And you're going to say, what? You can't be with me because you're a peasant. I need a king. I need a king in front of me because that's the only person that I can marry. That's the only person I can be with. A queen can only be with a king. And so it's, that's why it's harder for her to find a man. 
And with men, it's the thing is, and another thing is why it's so hard for a, a good woman to find herself a good man is that, you know, there's another metaphor. <laughs> You're going to get used to that. I love to throw in a lot of metaphors. A man is basically, you know, I said he was like a child. He's also like a dog. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. I'm saying a dog is loyal and will follow his master, right? So you kind of like have to put yourself as the woman. You are the master and the man is a dog. So what happens is, let's say that, you know, you give the bone to your dog without training him and you just got him, right? You keep throwing him the bone. And then he got used to you throwing the bone and now he's like over it. The dog is like, okay, I'm tired of you throwing the damn bone at me. That's exactly how a man is. If you throw in the bone too easily, too fast, he's not going to want it anymore. He's going to say, okay, I'm over it because that was too easy and that was too fast. There's nothing for me. There's nothing sustainable for me to, to keep myself here. Like, I don't want to stay here. And that's exactly how you have to be. You have to train that man to treat you the way that you want to be treated. It's, it's, that's the way it is. You cannot be given that bone so easily. You can't. He has to earn that bone. He has to earn your respect. He has to earn your trust. He has to earn your attention. But you cannot give him the bone so easily. So there's a lot that you have to check. You have to, you have to check his actions. You have to see, listen, when a man likes you, you will know, sweetheart. You will know when you find yourself a good man because you will have that gut feeling and you're just going to know. He's going to be consistent. So if I will give you, you know, some advice, there's, there are five ways to know that you find a good man. So you have to check his actions. That's number one, his actions. What does, what does he do? Because he could tell you, he could, he could talk shit all he wants and you know how men are good at that. He could say, oh, I like you. Oh, you're the woman of my life. Oh, this and da, 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 da. Oh, I want to marry you, blah, 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 blah. But if you don't back it up, he ain't the one, girl. He's not going to do it. So actions speak louder than words. Number two, and that's going to contradict myself a little bit here, but you have to check your actions because it's not always the man the problem. You can be the problem too. Let's say that you are too rude or you don't allow yourself to be loved by someone. Then the next guy who might be the man of your life, you're just going to make him vanish away because you were too much. And so you have to know when you are doing too much. You have to check your actions as well. Number three, and that is so important, consistency. So let's say that his actions do meet his words, but he's not consistent. Then there's no problem with you being consistent with you leaving. Peace. Then you have number four, gut feeling. Gut feeling is something that we all have. I always say it's something that you learn. Um, as, uh, sorry, something that you learn the more that you grow up and it comes with experience. So gut feeling, you will know. Like when a man likes you, you're not going to have to wonder, oh my God, does he like me? Oh my God, I don't know. Oh my God, you know, he said this on his text. What, what, what does he mean? You're going to know. You're not going to ask your girlfriends, girl, what does he mean by that? You're not going to wonder. You're not going to start Googling 
<laughs> decoding man's text. You're not going to do any of that. You're just going to know. And the number fifth things, the number five things that I recommend that you do, and that is the most vital thing. And without you doing this, it's not going to work. And you're not going to find yourself someone good is you have to play hard to get. You have to play hard to get, sweetheart. He cannot have you so easily. Because if he has you so easily, he's going to say, well, if I have her so easily now, huh, what else can I freaking get? What else is she going to give it so easily? And trust me and believe me, I've been there and I've done that. I know exactly what being easy is. And you can't do that. You have to play hard to get. So these are the five things. And I'm not saying that you will 100% find yourself someone good. But you know what you will 100% do find are the ones that are not good. So you will have checked all the bad guys out of your life. And so one... Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Spill the Tea with Stacey. I hope you guys liked it. I can't wait to show you everything else that I have in store. I hope that you like my bluntness. I hope you like my direct approach. And see you on the second episode. Bye now!